Welcome to the Big Interview Bite Size. I'm Graham Hunter and in each episode you'll hear an elite footballer tell a story that's guaranteed to brighten your day. All of them come from my podcast, The Big Interview with Graham Hunter, which you can find by searching on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Somebody who's annoyed the hell out of you when you shared a room with them, but who's very, very dear to you. Gaza wasn't just this hyperactive, clout, witty, funny, generous man. He, you know, he'd suffered tremendously difficult problems in his life. Are you as thrilled as I am to see him mm. just slightly finding a balance and equilibrium and, and looking happy and healthy again? I am. I'm, I've spoken to him often and on, obviously moved down south and I've had the odd call, with, uh, chat with him. Not a lot, to be honest. But yeah, I read like everybody else and I hear, you know, and he's looking good at the minute, yeah. Isn't he? I think if you can just keep him like that now. But, you know, the, the downside for Paul will be something will trigger which will upset him or somebody who he knows something might happen to, you know, something will, will trigger something which he could easily go back down the old route. That's what we've seen basically over the years. Something happens, he turns to the bottle. You know, something happens, he turns to the bottle. You know, there's ways of dealing with things. Obviously, his ways, to his mind, it must be, I'm very unhappy now, so the best cure will be to get drunk. You know, yes, he's had help, and he's had a lot of help, by the way. You know, but with Paul, is, you, you see him get into, I've seen him now, and he looks great at the minute. He's doing the question answers, he's going on the country, and, you know, whatever he's doing, and he's, he's got something on his mind, and he's, he's working, and he's got a purpose. The problem with Paul will be is, Something will trigger something off, which sends him down that road. Then that's when people have got to, or he's got to fight. That's where he thinks, no, I'm not going down that road. I'm going to talk to somebody. I'm going to go that way. And I think something which can easily upset him, where we might think, I want to talk to somebody, or look at it and deal with it in a way which most people would probably deal with it. He may turn to alcohol or something. You see, I'm, I want to be careful because his, his life became such a struggle. And he's a human being, not an ex-footballer. You know, I, I worry sometimes about talking about the things that made him such a national hero beyond his football, because these are also the things that led him into difficulties. Mm. But from my limited experience of meeting him and talking to him, number one, again, beyond his skills, he was a lovely man, a really, really nice, warm human being, mm. and outrageously funny. I mean, off the scale funny. Mm. Is that a fair representation of the guy you knew when he was at his happiest and fittest and you know he was whole as a person I oh, listen the best nights of my life have been with him and even me missus will say the same we had some unbelievable times with him he was totally off the cuff he didn't know what was going to happen or nine times out of ten it would let to a bit of trouble or headlines to him it was nothing if saying what's wrong with that but I said I used to say don't do that why your poor Gascoigne it'll be front page even if it was like anything little trivial you'll make the papers he didn't see that he couldn't see that he used to think, what for? He, he didn't understand that. And that's that, the point. He wasn't doing it for effect, was no. he? No. It just he's got this natural torrent yeah. of inventiveness and He'll wit. He'll do something. And... He's off the cuff. You don't know what's going to happen with him. He'll do things where you think, what are you doing that for? You know, to him, it's nothing. It's like, well, I just fancy doing it. I was just, you know, sitting here and this happened. And, but to him, he didn't see the consequences of Paul Gascoigne in front page again. And um, so a lot of things he let the trouble. But totally... Um, he gave the shit off his back. I used to say he was too generous to people, the things he used to do. Great company. 
you're always on the edge with them, though. You didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, literally, you didn't know what was going to happen. So it made you a little bit... Did you share a room you for a Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, first time, he used to sit and I sat on the bed and he'd be on the other bed and then he'd say, do you want a cup of tea? And I'd go, yeah, go on. And like, Sugar, yeah, one, yeah, okay. And I'd be watching the telly and he'd come and put it down and he'd go like, what's that? And, you know, he'd put bubble bath in it. Just, you know, you'd say, well, what are you doing that for? You know, it's a waste of a cup of tea, that. And he'd be like, I don't know, I just went and got the bubble bath. So then we'd share rooms. You know, and I remember sharing rooms with Paul and we'd be 10 floors up in a hotel with Spurs or whoever. He'd go down, lads would bring, like, cheese and biscuits to the bedroom. He would bring a dozen eggs. And I'd say, what you brought these eggs? What's this all about? And he'd open the window and he'd, if it was, like, across the road, it was a cash pound or something like that. <laughs> and by the way, he can throw, he had a right arm on him, Paul. I mean, he could throw up, like, anything out of his hands. Seriously? Oh, great throw by. He, he could have been a baseball player. He could have been anything in by the way. Anyway, yeah. people were cash pointing. You just hear, and you see all these eggs exploding. And you think, people like that. You know, it was just like a bird had dropped an egg on them. It was like, and I just think, I'd sit there and he sat at the window all night like this. Eggs, batting them, thing like that. <laughs> they wouldn't move. Like, like an egg sniper. He'd just sit there waiting. <laughs> and when people would come to the cash point, he'd go, well, one co- I've got one, I've got one. <laughs> and I'd be just lying on the bed watching the telly and I'd think, I'd say, Paul, you're going to get in trouble because they turn around and they see you, not, but nobody knew where they were coming from. You know, it was like six floors <laughs> up. And he's like that. And they're like, they take like missiles. And I'd say, you're going to... And it, it didn't, obviously, but it would be something where you think, why don't you just bring cheese and biscuits like everybody else or a yogurt or something, you know, a bar of chocolate. Why do you bring a dozen eggs with you everywhere we go? But that was him, totally. It didn't look the consequences. To him, it was a bit of fun. To other people, it would be like, no, you can't do that. But to him, it was just, well, you're having a bit of fun. Mm-hmm.